I'd like to welcome y'all to Secrets from the South. I'm your friend, Scotty Ray, along with my co-host, Terry. Now, you'll quickly catch on that we don't sound like the man on the 6 o'clock news. We talk a little slower, and we've got a southern drawl. But nonetheless, we've got a great podcast lined up just for you. We'll bring you some interesting stories. They're sometimes crazy and a little unbelievable. But it would be just plain impolite not to share them. So get yourself comfortable. Find some southern charm and a glass of iced tea and enjoy. Terry and I would like to thank you for joining us for another episode of Secrets from the South. If you're a first-time listener, well, get ready. It's going to be a great episode. This week across the Deep South, it's been warm, and our temperatures are starting to rise into the 90s once again. Well, which makes the humidity in the South just terrible. Maybe that has something to do with this week's episode. Have you looked around lately with everybody panic buying? Buying stuff they don't really need? Yeah, it's a rash of this going around the nation right now, and I guess it's because they're hot and irritable. Well, maybe. We hope you enjoy this week's episode title, The Panic Buyer. You know, as I stand here and I look around each day and I see the news headlines, Terry, is the world headed to heck in a handbag? Is there a better way to say that? I don't know, because when you look at the crazy things that people are doing and the crazy things that are going on around us, uh, it kind of makes you pause for a second and wonder if we are. Oh, it, it does. And, and, you know, then there's the extreme portion of that, because I've heard so many people go, you think this is it? You think this is the end of time? It's just a revelation. You've had people that ask oh, that? Oh, yeah. I, I hear that all the time. It's just, it just so many freaky things that are going on that, that people are taking serious now. Well, I guess when you come off of a, and I guess it's safe to say we're coming off of, we're definitely seeing a decline from a pandemic which most of us in our lifetime have never experienced. No. And then all the craziness that has gone on with it, well, it would make you wonder. And as you mentioned craziness, I have never seen. Let's, let's go back. When was that? The toilet paper. The toilet. Uh, what was that called? The, the great toilet paper. What was oh, it? Oh, yeah. I would say that you probably saw. And think I, I think it's even in the uh, there's even an article that says starting in February that they started to see a shortage and a, a run on paper products and in cleaning products and definitely, you know, antibacterial stuff. But people were fighting in stores over this. And then the people that really didn't need it just went out and bought hundreds and hundreds of it and probably still got it shoved in their house that didn't need it then. Well, your mama has some. Yeah, she sure does. (laughs) And, And then you've got people, it causes a run on things that was unnecessary. Take, for instance... The thing that we're facing right now in the southeast. Oh, that's a gasoline. Gas. So have you been to the store and tried to buy any? You know, the irony of that is one day this week, and I want to say it was Monday, I actually got in my car on Friday coming home, and it's one of those things where you realize the light comes on. Yeah. But it says you've got 40 40 to 50 miles. I got home, parked my car, everything else that we did was in my husband's vehicle. So I never got back in it. Got back in the car, going to work on Monday. And the light, it comes on. But, I mean, I've still got plenty of mileage. So I go to work, and on the way home, I'm like, i got to get gas. So I stop at one place, and I have to tell you, I I really do not like this gas station. And I keep saying every time I stop there, that's going to be the last time. Because they've had some stupid things where a pump wasn't working. Well, I'm sitting there pumping for 15 minutes and finally go in, and they say, well, the pump's not working. And I said, well, yeah think you might want to put a sign out that lets people know. <laughs> so something similar happened, and I couldn't get gas. Couldn't get it where it says, come see cashier. I hate that. Oh, yeah. You know, when you're trying to do it on debit. Swipe and I it. said, I'm not doing that. So I, I do credit. 
and then it lets me pump seven cents worth of gas. Seven? Seven cents. I think and you're then trying to just, hack your, your car. Well, and then it just goes loose. You know, the handle does. So I'm frustrated. I have to go in, and the girl's there, and she says, oh, yeah, we're out of gas. I think, honestly, this is no, no lie, I think it's that particular station. Because, again, this is the same place that had a pump that was malfunctioning that didn't even think it would warrant letting people know. Right, and that's bad. That's lazy. And so... I thought, I, yeah, and there were cars literally that were getting wheels just getting out of there. They were so frustrated. So that's just what I attributed it to. I go to the next one, get gas, and I'm on my way. I go home. It's that night where you see it on national news. Yeah. You see it on Facebook that everybody and their brother is finding that there's no gas. And guess what that causes? A panic. A and panic. It, and that's what we're seeing today. But what so many people don't realize that are buying this stuff, you know, the average shelf life of gasoline with this old ethanol stuff in it, that's the corn. It's not much good to store up if you're not going to use it for more than three to four months, six months at most. It really? goes bad. I didn't know that. So you don't, that, that this corn, this ethanol gas is the absolute worst that you can put on your car. It gums up your carburetor over a period of time, your fuel injection system. It gets it. Like if you run that in a weed eater, year at most is all you're going to have that weed eater well i know that's why when we run our weed eater or our blower chainsaw yeah or something like that it says you have to go buy a special non-ethanol yeah you have to go to we have to go to lowe's yeah and get it so but i mean you have you've had people so i did not know now i look like i was somebody that was one of those folks but i think there's a, a certain percentage of folks that truly needed to get gas absolutely and then i think there's the others and i mean Facebook, Instagram blowing up about you better get gas. And you saw the 55 gallon drums. People have six of them on a trailer filling up. Well, that's a lot. Those whole 55 gallons, you think about, golly, I'd hate to be paying for that. And what the cost of it was. Yeah. Because we're saying that the average price of gas has gone up. $3. But did you see North Carolina? No. $9.98. And I don't care who you are, what you're doing, that's price gouging. It is, and I think that National News said that North Carolina had been hit the worst. Uh, Yeah, it has. Let's just talk about for a minute that, okay, there is widespread panic on that, but does that give you comfort that when something happens, we just go ape blank crazy? We do. I mean, common sense goes out the window. And it goes right back to that toilet paper thing there. Now, I got a map pulled up in front of you and I, and if you'll look at this, from that pipeline, only 8% of our fuel in this state comes from that pipeline. The rest of it comes from the coast is shipped in. Well, you need to tell the, the crazy folks that were out there buying it. <laughs> now, as you get into the Carolinas there, you'll see that 69% of it comes from... And that's the one they said had been hit the hardest. Right. That, and that's a lot. Uh, DC, DC's been hit, hit pretty hard by it. People just don't... It's, it's, it's Everything's out the window. No... You don't look out for your, it's all, it's all for me at that point. Oh, yeah. At that point, looking out for your neighbor, that's gone. Yeah. It's every man for himself. You know, and we've done that, that episode, oh, what was it, close to a year ago on prepping. This ain't prepping. This is, uh, stupidity. Who needs, what'd you say? 55 gallon drums. 55 gallon drums of gasoline. Right. If you got a farm, you're going to have a fuel tank on your farm. I mean, truthfully. And that probably is somebody driving. Two little uh, four-cylinder vehicles right. that they think they need 
that amount of gas. Okay, let's go to the next stupid part of this. And I don't care who you are. If you've got Facebook, you've seen this. And at first I thought, this is one of those, you know how they do all these pranks on Facebook, mm-hmm. try to make it look real? Yeah. I thought, that's a prank. No one in the United States, and I'm, I got to say it again, is that stupid. But apparently I'm wrong. And there's people with issues that I didn't know that they had those deep issues. <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, Yeah. But I'm afraid uh, to see what you're going to say. Well, it, taking a Walmart bag and filling it with gasoline. Okay, come on, folks. Gas eats plastic. A it, Walmart bag? A Walmart bag. Like she a shopping bag. A shopping bag. She took it, put it in, and it starts running out. <laughs> so she gets another bag and double does it. And then by the time she Well, gets, they always tell you to double bag now, oh, Scotty. She, oh, she, she quadruple bagged. <laughs> I, I have never in my life. Gas was going everywhere. And she put that in her car now with the gas running out everywhere. She's going to have nothing when she gets home. How do you How? do this? No, no, uh, uh, uh. The bigger question here, you're, you're missing the bigger question is. Tell me. How stupid are we? <laughs> I mean, that just tells you that we have people, and we all know this because we're right now, I guarantee our listening audience is going, I could name a couple of them, that are that stupid. They don't have walking around sense. I know. And, and that, they're behind the wheel of a car. And that's the ones vote with <laughs> gasoline going everywhere. <laughs> You're right. They're firing up a cig about the time they, you know, because that is, you you pump some gas, you got it, you're going to lay it in the floorboard, and I guess let it go everywhere, and out of just natural habit, fire up that cig. And where is this? Let's go here. What state is this? This is Florida, a Hummer. This is national headline news. You can look it up. They put five or six of these uh, five-gallon gas cans in the back. You would only do that in case it was an emergency. Uh, the, the because it's inside, in confined space. Yeah, it'll knock you down. But it caught the car on fire. I, burned it to the ground. And you know, not only that, I mean, for the safety of that driver and everybody else that came in contact with that burn-up vehicle, you would think, I mean, have they done any kind of OSHA? I mean, not everybody's done OSHA training, and I get that. Oh, I'm but scared of them people. But confined spaces? How many times have they told you that when you take chemicals and spray them, if you don't have any mechanism for that to dissipate, right? you're going to breathe that in. It's not going to be... It's going to kill you. Exactly. And so what were they thinking by having that? I guess they thought, well, I'll roll the windows down. Yeah, and get home. But apparently it, it bubbled out, leaked or whatever, and caught on fire. And you just said you need a truck to go get gas like that. One time I had to, I was mowing grass and my truck was in the shop and I had to go get five gallons in a, uh, I didn't fill it all the way up. I got half of it because you go around a curve and you know what happens. <laughs> and a Tahoe did not need that in it. And I had all the windows down and I got home and I mo- finished mowing the grass, but that was, that was awful. I admit to doing it. So I'm, I'm telling you what I did. But, but at least you were, it sounded like you were aware that wasn't a smart yes. thing and you were very cautious in trying to get home. You know, and I remember when I was 16 and gas was very hard at 16 years old to get, to get because you had to mow grass to earn your money for your car. Right. And me and Jimmy Earl had gone to the, uh, to the store. And he had borrowed his brother-in-law's. And, you know, back then, and go back to Back to the Future. Right. Do you remember the Toyota four-wheel drive that is waiting on him at the end of the movie in the garage? Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. His brother-in-law had just bought one of them. And it was black, chrome, had roll bar. Looking good. Oh, yeah. And so Jimmy Earl has got to show out. It just, everybody's at the swimming pool and you got to burn rubber. You got to do it. <laughs> yeah, you got to look good. So he floors it. The tire starts squalling and the smoke. And now you're and, in the vehicle with yeah, him? Yeah, I'm okay. in there with him. 
And then next thing you know, our 10, 10 gallons worth of gas in our jug slams against the tailgate and it's everywhere. We lost all our gas. And that was our going out gas that we were going to put in my car for that night. <laughs> so, <laughs> so in other words, you stayed put that night. Yeah, we didn't get to go anywhere. Because <laughs> I'm telling you, 16, 10 gallons worth of gas was, you know, for us back then was pretty tough to come by. But you know, when you think about this whole shortage of gas, which they've said, calm down, folks. I mean, you're panicked over nothing. And when you see the, the graph, as you've shown, and you see the percentages of the states and really what how they were impacted, everybody in Mississippi, everybody in Alabama, everybody in every state is on national TV where there are lines two miles long, and they're waiting and waiting and waiting to get $10 worth of gas. Well, here's the next. <laughs> if, I don't know if you're even aware of this one because it's been a flood on this. Even the people that dislike them, have been trying to go get it because they couldn't get it. And that's at Chick-fil-A, the sauce. You know, there's a shortage. They've, they've put out the message of, we can only give you one. And people are lining up trying to get it because they can't get it. I'm telling even the people that dislike Chick-fil-A wanted it. Well, Scotty, What's it coming to? I tell you what we need to do. This is going to be our last episode. <laughs> Maybe we'll have a run on we got to have more episodes. Yes, we do. That would be a bad problem to have. But it does make you think. I mean, we just throw common sense out the window. And, and here's another one. And this was released uh, this week. Prices are fixing to skyrocket. So be ready. And fortunately, it's not my favorite part of the chicken. Now, I love me oh, some the chicken. Oh, the wings. Yeah, I, I love chicken, that. but the, the wing is not my favorite because there ain't much meat on it. I've heard that they're going to have a chicken shortage. I hate it for all this. <laughs> <laughs> and you got chickens. I got chickens here. You better be on your, uh, you might better start doing night patrol. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, my chickens come up missing. But And, and then now let's talk about the next thing that, uh, and this is greed, I think. I, I don't really, it is a shortage, but it's greed on companies. got to be. Lumber, a two before, lumber has gone up 280% is what the last figure I saw. For a 1,400 square foot house, it cost you $36,000 more to build, to just the lumber, not anything else, just the lumber, 36 grand more. A two before that was $2.30 before all this happened is $8 now. I mean, everything has gone crazy and we all know why. We don't have the workers to produce the product. And that's a whole different saga in itself. But just think about, I know I have good friends that are in the real estate business. Houses, you can't find a house. That's right. And when you do, you're going to pay premium price because people can sell their house today and make a mint. But the problem is... Where do you go? See, that was my there's next another, thing. There's not a house to move into. I was thinking of, of making a profit, but I can't do that. I ain't got nowhere to go. I mean, I guess if you had a motorhome, if you had a second house, if you had rental property, that Look, now is the time to sell. And, and this is the thing. I just got through talking to a buddy of mine that is in real estate, and I said, ooh, you're working early hours today because I saw their vehicle when I passed by on my way. And they said, yeah, I mean, things are crazy. And that's it. Things are crazy. People are wanting every house they can scarf up. And I guess that's because of the pandemic. People are no longer restricted by boundaries. No, you work from home now. But it's not It's not even that. I can work from home in a population of a city of 60,000. And I can work for somewhere out of Chicago right. or from New York. 
And that's why you got all those folks that live in New York and all that madness they've been in and the restrictions they've been in and the quarantine that they've been in. And they're like, I'm out of here. And they're buying up property left and right. Now, you did see today that they are changing the uh, the, the the COVID thing to where you can t- go without your mask now. And they that's caused finally. a whole nother set of controversy because, you know, they just released that you could go outside. Yeah. And have a gathering if you were fully vaccinated <laughs> without a mask. And now we've just said, Katie, bar the door and you can go anywhere. Yeah. And which I'm glad of. Don't get absolutely. me wrong. I'm vaccinated. I'm ready for bear. So I'm but, good to go. Uh, you know, Terry, I think after all of the smoke clears from this, and it may take two to three years before all this clears about the mask thing. I think you may in the end find out they really weren't doing all that they thought they were. I think it has a lot to do with germs that you touch with your hand. But it, it, but mass hysteria, and this oh. gets back to the same thing with the gas issues, with the toilet paper, with cleaning products. I mean, you still have a hard time trying to get cleaning products. Yes, you do. It, it's not plentiful at all. I mean, you still all. can go into a store and find out that that whole shelf that had cleaning products on it, was well, wiped out. It's gone. Somebody, like your mama, is going <laughs> and buying everything under the sun. And that gets back to your point where you used, we were talking about, you know, the days that we used to look out for our neighbor. I think we do that at the core. There are people that are looking out for each other, but there's an awful lot of folks and we have seen example after example after example. And that is the only one I'm looking out after is me. Yeah. There's a lot of those that get elected to offices and they carry that attitude, you know, to Washington or we're about me, 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 me. And it, mm, it, it puts a bad taste in my mouth. It does. But I mean, with that hysteria, I think we start to surface, or, or I should say, the folks that surface to the top that have common sense are a lot less than the folks that just don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, it just makes you wonder, how do they function in this world? I mean, who goes to a gas station and pumps gas in a plastic bag? Well, they're those kind of people. You've seen example after example. They had a lady in Atlanta, I mean, uh, in Alabama that went and got, what size would you say that gas tank is? I mean, those little. Oh, that's a five gallon. Five gallon. And she had what? Eight or nine of those? Yeah. And she was also, she was not in a truck. Nope. It was an SUV. Close it up and she's going to drive home. You know, and if you're involved in a wreck in any shape, form, if you get hit, it, it ain't gonna be pretty for you. The gas is gonna fly all over you and you will burn quickly. It, it just, that's a horrible way to go. And I don't know if you've ever been around anything like that, but it's, oh, Terry, it's horrible. I think it just, if we've learned anything with the pandemic is, it's kind of scary to know that we don't use common sense and we don't sit back and say, okay, now let's, let's don't panic over this. We are in panic mode. It is. So is this the first time that America has gone through this panic buying or has this happened before and I'm just not aware of it? Well, we've seen this before. According to an article that was written back in 1962 during the Cuban Missile Crisis, when nuclear war seemed imminent, American families filled their basements with enough canned goods and bottled water to survive an atomic blast. Now think about that. I mean, I can imagine that was some scary times. It had to be. And you know, Scotty, that there have been crazier things that have happened even before 1962. And do you remember Y2K? Yes, I do very Everybody well. Everybody thought that that was going to shut down our 
really our computer system, our internet, whatever, is we knew it. Clocks and were going to stop. Everybody was in panic mode. And so I think that was a, a good question is, uh, what is, we, we call that panic buying. You know, where everybody runs to the store and gets toilet paper. All the idiots run out there and get plastic bags and run to the local store to get gas. And they're saying that panic buying is fueled, no pun intended, by anxiety and a willingness to go to lengths to quell those fears. And this is what I thought was an interesting quote. They're saying, if everyone else on the Titanic is running for the lifeboats, then you're going to run too, regardless if the ship's sinking or not. Well, you know, you see that of stampedes of people. That happens a lot. I mean, all it takes is one or two people. I mean, you've seen it before where one or two or three people, and now that you have, and this is 1962 that this happened, and think about Y2K. Now, guess what you have at your fingertips? Tell me. A phone. Yeah, and And you see it a whole lot more. You can see it, or now, you can exaggerate it a lot more. All it do. takes is a couple of folks saying, think about how many, did you get any text uh, when the gas was supposedly in oh. short supply? Did you get any buddies texting you or posting on Facebook, hey, have you gotten gas yet? Well, if you'll remember that night, I posted on my weather page of, hey, is anybody, is there a shortage of gas, really? And it was ate up with comments, just covered with it of i can't get gas in our town it's empty right here in our little oh place. I, and i know people that have told me and this was done in good faith that they had family members calling them i mean in the middle of the night have you gotten gas well you need to get up right now go get it while nobody's out yeah exactly and they're in bed asleep so we don't do good under stress now i don't know if you remember this or not do you remember the actor uh, brandon frazier yeah do you remember the show that was made just about the fallout thing back in the 60s called Blast from the Past, where his daddy's a scientist, and he's built a underground thing for them to live in. If underground bunker. Yeah. Uh-huh. And a gas truck or something explodes near their house, and he thinks that it's hit. And they go underground, <laughs> and he's like three years old. And when he turns 21, they send him up to go get some supplies because they're getting low. And the world I'm, has changed. I mean, I'm impressed that they last, lasted that long. Oh, his dad was, you know, the, the freak, the yeah. idiot. And it was the funniest thing that I have ever seen. That movie was really, really good. But that just tells you that, and they were talking about in this article, there's a difference in being prepared. You know, when you think that, like like you said, when you've got the, what are the folks that go out and the Preppers. The preppers. And we talked about it in an earlier episode. There's a difference in thinking that something's going to happen. And they're even saying like with hurricanes. And we even see that where, I mean, even us, you go into a grocery store, it's going to be bad weather. What's the first thing that you see? Milk and bread. eggs and bread. It's gone. gone. So that's where everybody has a run on you better get those things because you're going to need them and you don't want to be the one that's going to be left out of that but preppers is a little bit different where they're anticipating that something's going to happen it may not be tomorrow but, but they're building up yeah it's not you go buy it all at one time you just slowly build your bin but now with social media i mean you can take a small thing and turn it into widespread panic pretty quickly now you know one of the things that they're saying that is coming and i think they're saying like late september this year and it may not happen but it's just talk out there but diapers and feminine products will be a shortage of (laughs) now there's a lot of mamas out there that has never had to use a cloth diaper and i'm not quite so sure they would know how to handle that situation i don't think they would like it at all yeah 
But that is two of the products or they're coffee. saying. I mean, think about us coffee drinkers. I'd have a problem. I know. You're a coffee drinker. I'm a coffee drinker. Like, when Angie gets mine, she usually gets like eight of them at one time for me. And I, when I use those down, I order some more. And, and I, she brings them to you. Yeah, of course. Because that's the way you operate. That's, hey, I am like the man. Uh, you must be. Well, I think what we need to do, this is just my opinion. Okay. Now, I'm not trying to cause any panic, but have you got gas in your vehicles? I've got a full tank. Well, Because we I'm need- scared to drive it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we need to go get some chicken wings. We need to load up on coffee. And whatever else, that may be a shortage of. And then we're going on Facebook Market and sell this stuff at higher prices. I don't know. I'm just trying to get ready because I'm getting panicked here. I mean, so is the Colonel. Now, I wish I could tell you that panic buying would go away, but it's not. There's no certain area of the United States that does it more than the other. It's just a certain type of person that panics and goes and buys everything that they can and as much as they can. So my advice for the week is, well, learn something new. Learn how to plant a garden. Learn how to sow. Learn how to fix something. And most of all, make a friend this week. Remember, no man is a failure who has friends. So folks, don't forget about the contest that we've got going on. What we're giving away? Well, we're giving away these cool t-shirts, Secrets from the South. Now, what do you got to do to get one, Terry? Well, you got to post a photo or you got to post a poster or picture, whatever else that indicates, hey, I'm listening to Secrets from the South and this is where I'm listening from. And you can put it on any kind of social media platform that we have, which would be Instagram or Facebook, mm-hmm. or they can put it on our website. They can send us an email from comments at Secrets from the South. And uh, we'll uh, draw from all the folks that uh, enter and send out some winners. Absolutely. So we want to pick somebody that's from our own home state, Mississippi. We want to pick somebody that's living off somewhere else that's participating and is a a listener of our show, and we thank you for it. And also somebody from another country. We have a bunch of countries that listen in. And we would love to be able to give a a T-shirt to somebody that is, you know, lives in wherever. Yeah, it could be anywhere. It could be anywhere. So participate because it ends June the 1st. We hope you enjoyed our podcast and will continue to listen more. We promise to provide stories that intrigue you, provide a little humor, reflect our heritage and culture, whether it's strange and alarming. Please leave us a review and let us know how we're doing. Let us know whether you liked or disliked. Do you have a story to share? If so, we'd like to hear from you. Please email us at comments at secretsfromthesouth.com and provide a brief description of your story along with contact information and we'll be in touch. Until next time, well, you know a secret. Well, aren't you glad you didn't throw away that Sears and Roebuck catalog after all? Came in handy during the pandemic, didn't it?